I'm Allison O'Connor. And I'm Garrett Williams. And this is Decadence, a podcast about glamour. Restaurants love to have kind of ugly decor and be like, it's chic. And it's like, no, it's hideous. It was a bad idea and you're not pulling it off. I got a bad idea. It's really hard to do kitsch well. Yeah, you can say that again. It's really hard to do kitsch well. Thank you for saying that again. By the way, we're on film. If you're not, if you're, uh, thanks. If you want to watch us chat, wait. You guys need to tell me when we're starting. Why are you going to say something nasty? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say something nasty. It's going to get you into some trouble. I don't need to. No, I don't think I'll get in trouble. I just something kind of. Nasty, I'm just kind na- of vacantly staring off. Nasty, nasty girl. Nasty if you give woman. As a squeeze, this mm. pretty hair will give you pleasure. Mm. I spend good. the first half of every week getting my voice back from the weekend, and then the girl. second half, of, and then the weekend ruining it once again. Be careful! You might pull a vocal cord, like a vocal cord, like a hamstring. Julie Andrews. Oh, it'll never and come back. We need to talk about the movie, and that movie is, of course, the sound, the sound of, music. of music. I recently watched it. I did too. One of the best movies that's ever been made. It is actually the longest movie on earth. It's only three hours. Shorter said than, Quentin Tarantino. Shorter than Killers of the Flower Moon. Haven't watched. Got that. them roasted. It is a long, long movie. It's so good. It could have been a miniseries. It could, and it should have been a miniseries. It Julie is Andrews amazing. snatched to the gods. She looks incredible. She looks incredible. So does the other, the Countess or whoever, Velma girl. Oh my God, what's her name? Um, oh Draper, no. Donna Frau Frau Detweiler. Frau Detweiler. Is that right? Um, I don't know. That movie's so good. And every song in it is amazing. Even the songs that are bad. Which one's the worst one? Um, What's the cheer up Charlie of Sound of Music? I think the worst song technically is... Okay, if that's the worst song, we're on an amazing track because that one is one of the best bangs. songs that's ever been written. Yeah, that's better than that is up there with what Amazing Grace, Rolling in the Deep. <laughs> as, as all Those time are the songs. two best songs. Yeah, if a song is good, is as good as Amazing Grace, it's one of the best songs. Amazing Grace is like good, but also it's overdone. Um, and you know what's not overdone? High on the hill is a lonely In fact, so... Oh, my God. My clang, radiator's going crazy right clang, now. Clang, clang, clang goes the radiator. I know. Ring, like, ding, ding goes the bell. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang over yeah. there. Tell you that much. I told you about my family used to do a Christmas show every year. Yes. Um, well, okay. For those of you who don't know, which is many. Sophie. Sophie and one on our thousands of proud lesbian subscribers, of course, maybe you don't know. There are millions and millions. Are we have we have three point five, we have as many proud lesbian subscribers as there are Facebook users. Yeah, which is um I would say about seven to nine billion people. Yeah. Except there's only eight billion people on the planet. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So my family and by family I mean my siblings and by used to i mean i forced my siblings growing up to do a christmas show on christmas eve for my parents beautiful did anyone enjoy it 
no. The rehearsal process was hell. I believe I've rehearsed with you before. Because yeah, I was in charge and I ran that I ran that ship like like Abby Lee Miller. You are like the coach from Cheer. Yeah. Monica, Monica Raymond. And I am that little girl who has been in college for eight years. Yeah. <laughs> so we did a Christmas show every every um, Christmas Eve. And then eventually it kind of took shape and I would do try some new things. We once did an Elf on the Shelf review. Um, but we it died, which is... The, the Christmas show died? The Christmas show is dead. Well, because I'm 30. Because now you have other creative outlets. Well, and I did even then, but I... I was forced to do it to, in my later years because my mom was like, your sister needs to do it. She hasn't done it as many years as you have. And I said, yes, she has. We've all done it the same amount of years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 25. <laughs> I, I, live in a, I live in Chicago and now I'm flying home to do the Christmas show. Yeah. You can't be doing that. But uh, we watched Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. It all ties back, of course, to our, my, our thesis about Sound of Music being amazing. And we watched The Goat Herd scene mm-hmm. and i said now if we stuck with the christmas show if you guys had listened to my vision that would be the show yeah i mean the marionettes are amazing and then who's the dad's friend who's kind of a scammer um i connect with that character for sure oh yeah where this he's like i'll make you a star that yeah. single man who's like i've got a plan well single why did you mention that because he he's a bachelor if you know what i mean oh gay guy yeah yeah <laughs> um what is his name no clue. He's like Hans or something. I don't remember characters' names in movies. Okay, well he. <laughs> and I, I think it should. I think it's a fault on the writer to believe that we are supposed to remember the characters' names. Well, it was underrated that they had like a little line of exposition for like where the hell did these puppets come from after that performance? Because he goes, "I'll tell the professor." That's why I sent. Like that's why I had the professor send the bill to your father or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Just to be like, oh, where, where are these from? Like, where was this entire puppet show? Because they seem to be like on what the second or third story of that room. Yeah, they were like, can we keep them? Can we keep them? And he's like, of course. That's why I had the the art department send the bill to your father or yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it was like local. a full set. Yes. It was a beautiful, beautiful set with a beautiful stage. They were all incredible puppeteers, and it's <laughs> and it, they must have been rehearsing for months. When I was in eighth grade and I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go to high school because my the high school I'm zoned to was like historically really hard. Like it's like a really competitive public school. Yeah. And so I was like maybe going to go to the public school that more of my friends were going to go to. And I was like, oh, should I go there? My mom was like, why don't you go to HSPVA, which is the uh, high school for the performing and visual arts okay. in Houston. And I was like, what would be my talent? I don't have a talent. I didn't at the time. Now I do. And it's stand-up comedy yeah. and podcast. That is performing and visual. Yeah, they don't teach that in high schools. And but th- she goes, I don't know, puppeteering? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it, did they teach puppeteering? They do not offer that as no. far as I know. Well, and, and we should be adding puppeteering and we should be adding stand-up to the HSPVA. I think that what we don't need is high schoolers, a lot of high schoolers doing stand-up comedy. HSPVA does, to me, sound like a new STD. Yeah. I think because there's an H and a P. They were having fun. Half of the day was like their art area and then the other half was school. Yeah. It's so like when just, it's like when kids are child stars and they like go to school for 25 minutes. Yeah. And they had bumper stickers that said um, undefeated football team since like 19. Whatever. Just, have I said that on the podcast they didn't before? have one. Yeah. Uh, you might have. But you know, know what? I don't like, didn't remember. It's just a good joke. 
Yeah. And those stick with you. A good joke will stick with you for a lifetime. Exactly. And that's why I hang out with you, you big old joke. Oh, Jesus. Oh, come on. Come on. Come I'm loving on. that, though. You know, I'll never lose you. You'll never lose me. Unless you betray me. Unless I get lost. Yeah, please don't get <laughs> Which lost. Which I could easily. Oh, no, you no, know you me. have a great sense of direction. I do. You know about north, south, east, and west. I don't yeah, know about that. Yeah, especially during the day. When I get out of the subway, I say, God help me. God bless the outcast. And Eagle Garrett Williams. Yeah. Well, because during the day, it's easy because the sun sets in the west. So if it's afternoon, you're like, well, the sun's over there. That's west. You literally are an Eagle Scout. Never eat soggy waffles. PEMDAS. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Yeah. Now, we're not talking about that enough. But what do you think Aunt Sally did? Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. She is mean <laughs> please excuse my dear aunt sally well she has severe allergies please excuse she my will be sneezing on you please excuse my dear aunt sally she has ibs <laughs> she she exploded in your bathroom please excuse my dear aunt sally she's narcoleptic and she has fallen asleep please table. excuse my dear aunt sally she has severe social anxiety please excuse <laughs> my dear aunt sally she is a podcaster please excuse my dear aunt sally she's in QAnon. Oh, I can't excuse her. She's scaring me. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. Sally, get your ass out of my house. Sally, get your... Hey, Sally, get your ass out of my house. Sally, I can't excuse you this time. It was fine when you were sleeping at the table. Yeah, when will... And it was fine when you had IBS. When will I and Sally stop getting excuses from everyone? Yeah, literally. Everyone's always excusing my dear Aunt Sally. You know what? It's about time she faces the consequences of her actions. How about she grows up? Yes. Seriously, like she needs to take some accountability. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. She's a grown woman. How about please call in your dear Aunt Sally? Yeah. And, and teach her. her the error of her ways. Mm -hmm. so she can fix them. She can improve. It's about time you, t you, how about you stop asking for excuses and you start demanding action there's no room for progress if you don't identify the problem please demand action from my dear aunt sally my dear aunt sally action has been demanded you're on notice <laughs> you're on notice sally yeah queen <laughs> my dear aunt sally she moonlights as miss rack <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, I would excuse Miss Rack yeah, from anything. Yeah, Come please, ex on. please excuse my dear Miss Rack. If, if Aunt <laughs> Sally is Miss Rack, then now we know why she's getting so many excuses. Yeah. Come on. It's. I mean, it's scientifically proven that women with bigger tits get better, more excuses. Um. <laughs> and that scientist was four teenage boys in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Four teenage boys in a trench coat. Jesus, that That's guy's twelve feet tall. Stinky ass trench coat. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Well, Allison. Well, Garrett, it's about that time. It's about that time. Da -da 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 -da. I'm gonna ask you what is glamour. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. Yeah, and I'll leave that one in. What is glamorous? I have a good one. I love to do something that's more technical, and then I love to do something conceptual, and Perfect. this one's conceptual for me. Wonderful. Pining. And furthermore, longing. Oh, and this episode is officially queer coded. Yeah. For once. For once. Yeah. Thank God this episode is queer coded. Oh, so pining and longing. Pining and longing are so glamorous. You've got a candle and you're in your nightshirt with a loose braid tied with a ribbon at the, at the end. Yeah. And you're writing a letter with a quill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You better be. And you're longing. And you're going to send that letter to 
maybe actually you're not sending that letter. You know what you're gonna do that letter? Throw it in the fire. Throw it in the fire. Burn it. Because you know what? Oh. Sometimes your feelings of pining and longing cannot be expressed. Oh having wow. a lover live across the country, longing and pining. I've experienced that. Yeah. I know you have too. Uh, in a way, in a, in a way, way, in a way, in a way, in a way, in a way. Um, I think pining and in a way, in a way, in a way. I think pining and longing also um, lends itself to the. Uh, uh, sorry, my Barack Obama impression came out. <laughs> um, lends itself to the release that is um, the expulsion of pining and longing, which is either like pure happiness or devastating heartbreak yeah which i've experienced both wow i'm i've experienced a lot in my time i have more to feel <laughs> so oh i didn't say i was done feeling i did not say i was done feeling do i not what jane aired that's about pining and longing when she goes just because i'm poor obscure plain and little does that not mean I don't think and feel as you do or whatever? Amen. Or whatever, I, some shit like that. I don't fucking know. Pure, <laughs> um, pure obscure, plain, Just because and I little. am poor. Poor. Poor, obscure, plain, and little. Yeah, that sounds Me about... Me as fuck. Yeah, that sounds about right. Damn. Um, but yeah, pining and longing, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Pining and consequently longing. Pining, consequently longing. I think pining, what about yearning? Yearning is for sure in there. I would say pining, longing, yearning, etc. Yearning. The feeling of lo- the feeling of desire that is not immediately tangible. I think we're so used to being able to like get our gratification, get we're our rocks. The, we're off. in the Grubhub era. Yeah, we're get, in the TikTok age. Yeah, instant gratification. I think not. Let's stare out the window. Um, getting our rocks off immediately. You remember riding the bus? I never did that. Actually, I oh. did. But I went on band trips. Does that count? Yeah, sure. Okay. One of the top places to urine and pine and long. Oh my god! You're on yeah. the, but nobody's really talking to you. You're just like back there. I mean, like, I wish things were different. I had okay. This is an amazing thing. I had uh, my s- junior year. I'm gonna shout out my friend Carson Dorsey. Carson. Carson. Carson in the house. Carson in the house. Ooh, she okay. So my band would love loves my bands. The, my bands. the high school band I was in loved the to flaming do, lips. Loves to do things a little bit different. Uh-huh. We would have a full band, and then once in a while we throw an opera singer in there. Why not? That's awesome. I know. So my friend Carson was the opera singer. She was oh. in the theater department with me, That's cool. and she was my bus partner for the entire year. So we always sat next to each other, and we would save each other spots on the seat uh, on the bus because we didn't want to pine along for friendship. Aww. But now I know it's glamorous, and so I wish I would have shoved. Her, I would have shoved her in the aisle and said, "I need to pine." Well, even if you have long. friends on the bus, like I'm not saying I was a total loner on the bus. Okay, my my bus. We in middle school, mm-hmm. we all had nicknames. Like it was jail. <laughs> <laughs> jail. Everybody was like, "Hey." pork or whatever like pork who are you i don't remember what i was but were somebody was no 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 it wasn't pork someone was named sausage that's awesome you were you pork i was not pork yeah pork I, was O'Connor. Not pork. I think they called me something i was like one of the younger people because it was mostly like eighth graders who started this i was not pork i wasn't pork <laughs> I, I don't think i give pork as a nickname really i think i was like i don't know i'm sure you were elegantina I was Elegantina. I was Decadina. Like a Decadina. They said Glamazon from day one. Yeah. Glamazina. <laughs> they said cutest girl in the world. Uh, uh, alert. Yeah. Alert. 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 
Amber Alert. They called you Amber Alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love um, that. Pining and longing. Oof. Pining, pining and longing feels more sapphic than I think. My God. The word sapphic is so like yearning coded. Yeah. I, I have mixed feelings about that word. Why? It's cringe. It, there's something about it. The people, it's like the people who say it are like weird. Okay. Sorry. Sorry if anyone sapphic is listening. But well, I, I famously just said it. I think it's like people use it to try to be inclusive of like bisexual women or something. But then it ends up being like exclusive of like anybody who's not a woman that might be like a dyke. Oh, sure. That's how I feel at least. Yeah. Thank you. Producer Sophie's nodding. Yeah. I don't have any. Um, so that's my perspective on sapphic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a word that's, you know, thrust upon you a l- much like greatness. It's never one I go for. Some are born sapphic and some have sapphic thrust upon them yeah. by like randos that I am like, please don't call me that. It's some like being called like a lady. And I'm like, she's a lady. She's a lady. Yeah. Um, People are like, when people call me and my girlfriend, hey, ladies, I'm like, I actually will fight you today. Yeah. Can't explain it. No. Just how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a lady. Well, Allison. Yes. I have a question for you. Wonderful. I would love to answer a question today. Oh. What? How are we going to stop the wars? We must... Oh wait, that was a that was for someone else. Sorry. Oh, okay, great. Because I had a really, really good answer. Do you want to answer now? Don't worry, I'll answer it um, eventually. That was for Joe. I I'm interviewing Joe Biden after this. Oh yeah, he would love to keep the wars going as long as he can. So well, yeah. don't ask him that. Okay. Um, sorry. Sorry. No, thank you for saying that. Um, sorry to my Biden heads out there. Biden heads. Sorry to my Bidenistas. Mm. This is um, not really the space for you. Wah, kisses. Um, okay, Allison. Yeah. What is glamorous? What is glamorous, you ask? I asking. Well, I can't wait to tell you. <laughs> it is taking a buffer day before resuming work after a trip. Oh, yeah. Yes. Accounting for your time. It, does it mean making your trip shorter? Does it mean making your time off longer? Is it always possible? No, it's not. But if you can get a buffer day to just yeah. kind of resume your business before like fucking landing and then just get, getting your ass back to work. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Is that just a luxurious little. Well, yeah, you're I mean, the worst part about vacationing is traveling. Yes. It's actually grueling. I've often said I love to vacation. I hate to travel. Mm-hmm. Because traveling is exhausting. It's and like painful and makes you sick. So what am I going to do? So you're telling me that I have to travel to a location, relax, mm-hmm. and then ruin all that relaxation by traveling back to my home? Exactly. No, I want the buffer day. I need a glamorous little buffer day. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've done it before. I've done I've done basically any type of setup you can do. Yes. When it comes to work and vacation. I'm literally Well, and tell me all the types. What do you mean? Well, there's number 1 where you kind of are just like I'm working while traveling and that's probably the worst thing you can do. Yeah. I did this of course when I 
I went to Europe and my job did not know that I went to Europe. That is really tough. But you know what? I only had to work about two days. Oh. Well, you pulled it off. Thank you. I've also done the thing where <laughs> you just kind of land and it's like 11 p.m. And then the next day you're like, I've got a meeting at 8 a.m. And whatever. that's horrible. Really bad idea. Okay. And then I've done... So two horrible ideas. And then the best idea, which is to to get back and then give yourself at least one day to just sort of like go about your business or just fucking kick it. Yeah. I <sighs> do that because I'll travel in the morning. Then I land at 11. I'm back home by what? One. Mm-hmm. And I can either rest. I normally go see a, I normally go see a film. No, I still would need a day after that. A film alone, In, by the well, way. Well, I would recommend a day after that for a glamorosity. Glamorosity. Yeah. Glamorosity. If we had a city, it would be called Glamorosity. Glamorosity. Glamora City. With President Mr. Rack. Cunty Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Busty daughter. <laughs> President Rack. President Rack. With Eagle. Yeah, Eagles are present. Eagle Williams. Eagle Williams. Well, Eagle, Eagle O'Connor. If you do enough good things, you can become an eagle, but you have to do good things in the eyes of Miss Rack. Miss Rack is an omniscient yes. overlord. In the eyes of in, President Rack. I like, in glamorosity. I like also assuming that her first name is Miss. Miss, it is. Miss. 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 Yeah. Well, it's Nancy Pelosi sometimes. Well, that's her alter. That is that's her Clark Kent moment. That's one. That's one of many Miss Nancy Pelosi. Uh, it's like the Barbie movie where they're all Barbie, except it's Miss Rack, and there's many Miss Racks. Yeah. Mwah. It's it's and no one ever has an identity crisis. Let's just tell you that much. <laughs> I also picture Miss Rack as kind of like one of the cock destroyers. I know, and you couldn't be more right about that. <laughs> Um, no, I think, okay, back to your thing. I think it's really great. Okay. So you just transition into it because I flopped. I mean, you're not a flop. I'm done with people pretending they're a flop. I'm you're a slay girl. And you're a slay girl. You're a slay girl. Okay? And you need to be, and you need to be slaying. You need to have the confidence to slay. Thank you. Those who don't have the confidence to slay end up being coming the flop. Wow. Wow. And write that on a note and burn it. I will be burning and yearning in 2024. Burning and yearning. Yeah. Yeah, Chucking and fucking. Yeah. 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 2023 was for chucking and fucking. 2024 is for burning and yearning. What's chucking? Allison, I have a question for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm listening. Um, And the question is a question I have asked, I think, pretty much every episode. Yeah. In fact, wait, I'm getting word. It has been every episode. Mm -hmm. And the question is a question that I love and a question that often helps me sort things out and point me to the right direction. And that question is, can you give me a tip for living an elegant and enviable lifestyle? And if you can, what would that tip be? Well, of course I have a tip, which is join in on the thing everyone's watching. Oh, yeah. Yes. There's nothing more glamorous than community experience. Yes. And it's elegant and enviable to be able to, like, much like your tip of going to or knowing about the exhibit at your local museum. 100%. It's just sort of being able to be like, so, have you seen Saltburn? Yeah. 
and then you can participate in the discourse. Yeah, just, and you can you can form your own opinion on it too. If you saw Saltburn and you hated it, you still saw it and you still get to talk about exactly. it. Exactly, it's like don't fight the the popular don't thing of the moment. Don't fight the power. It doesn't take that much time usually. I mean, I guess if it's like a show and we're many seasons in, sometimes it's too late. Me with Succession, sorry, I, I, I mean, never got to it. Me with Game of Thrones, never got to yeah, it. Yeah, like it's sometimes hard to get get into. But it, it never took. I never allowed it to hook. I never. It never hooked on to me. Exactly. So I was the fish that got away. The smartest fish in the sea, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> You're such a good boy, Garrett. Yeah, because here's what happened, by the way. With Game of Thrones? Yeah, it got bad. Oh, it did, it did. And you know what? Egg on those people's face. Oh, they had a great time watching the first six seasons. Can't wait for the seventh. Seventh one, horrible. Hmm. You know who didn't waste their goddamn time? Me. Because I tried watching the pilot three times, and I fell asleep every time. Yeah, that's tough. Then that, you don't have to, but my tip for living an elegant and enviable life is, yeah, try. 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 And I tried. Especially my if, it's, if it's a movie that's on yeah. streaming. Me, you movies got are, this. Yeah, I'm loving that. Here's the thing, though, with movies. Sometimes, or shows... We need to be introducing characters by name. Hmm. We were not introducing the Game of Thrones characters. And I was like, so who do they, who are they to each other? Really? Because I feel like every scene they're like, House Lannister of the Lannisters. I am the Lannisters. A Lannister always pays his debts. Well, perhaps that was happening, but I was not catching on. Okay, fair enough. And they need to be like, hi, my name's, my name is Lucia and I'm this guy's sister. And now I'm here. Yeah. you m- Mostly in the show, they just make everyone dress the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not smart enough to pick that pick up on that. No, you're the smartest fish in the sea, as you already said. <laughs> as you told me. I'm the smartest fish in the sea. You're a genius. Thank you. Gear. Maybe I'm the dumbest fish in the sea, and I couldn't even be trapped because I didn't even know there was food up there. Up where? Where the fish get the food. Oh, where the fish get the food. On the, on the hook. <laughs> yeah, on the hook. But of course. Yeah. See, and now I'm the dumb fish. Yeah, I'm the bottom feeder. Well. When he, he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Gary, I got, a, I got a little question. Once again, rap really does, is the best. Rap is the new Jerry Seinfeld. What? What is your question for me? <laughs> um, my question for you. That was such a crazy statement. <laughs> My question for you is, what is a tip for living an elegant and enviable life? I have a good one. Get the house cocktail. Get, oh. the, get the signature Ooh. cocktail. Ah, uh, yeah. You can only experience yeah. that there. Why not try it? You're so smart. Same with limited edition ice cream flavors. Yeah, you got to. You must, you must, you must. Are you going to hate it? Probably. <laughs> there was this. You really might love it. You, but you might love it. And that's the brilliance. Mm, I love a batched cocktail at a big place. Woof. So good. Wow. Yeah, those are usually even better and low key stronger. Yeah. Tell you that much. Because they're pouring liquor in it to like life depends on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's my tip. Just, I mean, try. try uh, in the words of Shakira. Try everything. <laughs> Thank you, Shakira. And Thank as you. always, we end this podcast by thanking Shakira. <laughs> Thank-, Thank you, Eagle Shakira. We salute to you, Shakira. Shakira. Thank you. Shakira, you have done things for this country and this podcast mm-hmm. that cannot be denied and cannot even be listed. I'm going to go listen to her song about her cheating husband. That song was awesome. She Wolf. No, that song about PK. 
Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, okay. Well, we'll watch that after this. <sighs> okay. Can't wait. Hey, Allison, before we go. Hey, Garrett. There's a Sheila from the closet. Let her out so she can breathe. Ow! Oh my god, I've got to go let her out. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.